Hey, welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show. I am your host, Marlena G. Coming up on the show today, we're going to read from the Battlefield of the Mind book by Joyce Myers. We have so much more than that coming up. Stay tuned and keep it right here. Pick up a copy of my book, Never Forsaken. It's a hope-filled message about how I triumph over sickness and how my son beat a heart disease diagnosis. Never Forsaken at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, or wherever you find your reading materials. Gain inspiration and hope from this hope-filled message. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Good day, good people. Hopefully you're doing fine. Welcome to the show. And we're going to jump right on into things. Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. This is a book I want to share on the show today because I think that it is awesome. First of all, we're going to go to page 150. If you have this book, I'm reading from 150. And we're going to talk about overcoming depression. There are so many people in the world today that are depressed. Um, I know I have definitely battled with depression before in my life, my own life, um, sadly to say. But, you know, with God, anything is possible. And we just have to keep our faith and know that God will see us through you know, these different types of things that the enemy wants to bring upon our lives. So let's go ahead and jump on right into the battlefield of your mind by Joyce Myers. Psalms 143 um, and 3 through 10 gives a description of depression and how to overcome it. Let's look at this passage in detail to see the steps we can take to overcome this attack of the enemy. One, identify the nature and cause of the problem. For the enemy has pursued and persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life down to the ground. 
He has made me to dwell in dark places as those who have been long dead. Psalms 143 and 3. Dwelling in dark places, it reads, as one who is long dead certainly sounds to me like a description of someone who is depressed. Oh yeah, it definitely does. That's definitely a description of someone is who's depressed, dwelling in a dark place. I've often heard people say, well, I just was in a dark place at that time in my life. And that's definitely the description of depression. Notice that the cause or source of this depression, this attack upon the soul, is Satan. You gotta know that depression only comes from the enemy. There's no other possible place it could come from, but from a demonic source or an evil source. Two, recognize that depression steals life and light. I mean, it's very hard sometimes to move forward with your day, to just simply get up and even comb your hair or brush your teeth sometimes if you're depressed. A lot of people can relate to um, just feeling like you just don't even want to do anything. That's a sign of depression. Therefore, is my spirit overwhelmed and faints within me, wrapped in gloom? My heart within my bosom grows numb. Psalms 143 and 4. Depression oppresses a person's spiritual freedom and power. Our spirit, empowered and encouraged by God's spirit, is powerful and free. Therefore, Satan seeks to oppress its power and liberty by filling our mind with darkness and gloom. Please realize that it is vital to resist the feeling called depression. It is a feeling. It's a feeling called depression. Immediately upon sensing its arrival, the longer it is allowed to remain, the harder it becomes to resist. Wow. So the longer you don't address basically what it's saying, that you feel these feelings, um, the harder it's going to be to resist the feeling. Okay. Three, remember the good times. Oh, that's definitely important. You definitely have to try to fight hard to remember good things that you've encountered in your life, good times you've had. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your doings. I ponder the work of your hands. Psalms 143 and 5. In this verse, we see the psalmist respond response to his condition. Remembering, meditating, and pondering are all functions of the mind. He obviously knows that his thoughts will affect his feelings. So he gets busy thinking about the kind of things that will help him overcome the attack upon his mind. So he's well aware of the fact that, okay, my thoughts is going to affect my feelings, so I got to change what I'm thinking about in order to feel a different kind of feeling versus if I think about bad things, I'm going to feel bad. If I think about happy things, I'll feel happy. And I know sometimes that can be easier said than done, but it's, it's true. Four, praise the Lord in the midst of the problem. A lot of people have a hard time praising God when they're going through a rough time or when they don't 
potentially feel good about life. I know that I've definitely seen some days like that myself before where I felt like, oh, how do I praise? How do I be happy? How do I be joyous when I'm going through this trial? Um, you know, as you as as I'm sure a lot of you know, I recently stepped away um, on a, a small break from the podcast for a few days because I had um, a life emergency. Um, and it was something that definitely um, was hard for me. It was something that uh, came upon that I didn't expect to come upon um, my family and myself. But um, I had to pull myself together and know that God is in control and he has a plan for my life. And and anything that happens or whatever attacks or attempts of the enemy that comes my way, he will definitely, definitely work through me to turn it around. And so I had to, you know, I, I had to get up right on back to, you know, the podcast and um, continue my good work. So I spread forth my hands to you, my soul thirst after you, like a thirsty land for water, Salah. And calmly, I think of that. I calmly think of that. Psalms 143 and 6. So you have to praise through the midst of the storm. That's basically the point. You're going through something. You're depressed. You feel like there's no way out. I know it hurts. I know it seems hard. I know you're going to cry. I know you're going to weep. I know you're going to feel like you can't get up, get dressed, brush your teeth, comb your hair, take a shower. God is going to do it. God is going to see you through. But you got to believe that. You got to ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus continue on? Remember when Jesus was led up to the mountain to be tempted by Satan? But he, in fact, was not tempted because he said... Man should live on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So you have to, you know, encourage yourself and kind of turn those negative thoughts around. Even if you know it's hard and you don't really feel like it, even if you know when you say it, you might not even believe it. But the more you say it, the more you'll you'll start to believe it. Tell yourself good things. Say, I can do this. I can get up. I can go clean my house. I can go brush my teeth. I can go comb my hair. I can go start the car. I can go to work. I can accomplish that thing that God told me to do. I can, I can, I can. I will not be defeated by the enemy. I will not be ran over, turned over, or defeated by the enemy. I will fight no matter how bad I feel. No, I don't feel good right now. No, I don't feel happy right now. But the one thing I do know is that I am blessed, that I am a child of God, and that I have the power to change how I feel, and I choose to feel better. Tell yourself that. Talk to yourself in that way. That's what we have to do. We have to, it's a fight. Like like Joyce Meyer's book is saying, it's a battle for your mind. And you have to be in that battle. You have to jump into that battle. The psalmist knows the importance of praise. He lifts his hands in worship. He declares what his need truly is. He needs God. Only the Lord can cause him to feel satisfied. 
far too often when people get depressed, it is because they are in need of something and they seek it in the wrong place, which only adds to their problems. In Jeremiah 2.13, the Lord said, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and they have hewn, hewn for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns, which cannot hold water. That means people have tried to do things for themselves, replace God's goodness with a false imitation. And in the end, they're never happy. They're never, um, um, they're never happy. They're never excited about it. You know, so in the end, it doesn't fulfill them is what I'm trying to say. In the end, they're not fulfilled. They're not whole because it wasn't from God. It was through their own works. God alone can water a thirsty soul. Don't be deceived into thinking that anything else can satisfy you fully and completely chasing after the wrong thing will always leave you disappointed and disappointment opens the door for depression. So when you chase after things, um, chase after the wrong things, um, and then you don't get those things, then it leaves you depressed. Always pray about something. Know if God actually wants you to have that thing or if that's a God thing or if that's something God wants for your life. Because if you get into the behaviors of going after whatever you feel you want mentally when you feel you want something and then when you don't get it, it will create a depression in your life. Um, As for God's help, number five, answer me speedily, O Lord, for my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I become like those who go down into the pit, the grave. Psalms 143 and 7. So, so the psalmist asks for help. He is basically saying, hurry up, God, because I am not going to be able to hold on very much longer without you. Listen to the Lord, number six. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for on you do I lean and in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my inner self to you. Psalms 143 and 8. The psalmist knows that he needs to hear from God. He needs to be assured of God's love and kindness. He needs God's attention and direction. So you, you're going to need God's attention. You're going to need God's direction. So you pray and you ask God, I need you, Lord. These things are all going through my mind. I don't know what to do. I'm becoming depressed because I can't get to where I want to be. I need you, God. My, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. I need you to guide me, lead me, and tell me what to do, where to go, and what have you. Seven, pray for deliverance. Ask God, I have acknowledged, this This is how you're going to go to God. I have acknowledged that I want something that I have not seen manifest or happen in my life yet. I have become depressed because I do not have that thing, Lord God. Deliver me from this feeling, these desires, 
because it very may well be that, Lord God, you have something so much better for my life. And it very well may be also, Lord God, that it's just simply not time because your timing is best. So deliver me from this hurt, this depression, these feelings. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee to I flee to you to hide me. Psalms 143 and 9. And that and your feelings, uh, your feelings can be your enemy. The way you feel can definitely be an enemy to you. Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling content? Are you feeling down? Are you feeling out? The difference in that is whether or not your feelings become your enemy. I apologize too. I have my cell phone and I'm always forgetting to, you know, just um, put the do not disturb on um, so that it won't buzz while I'm uh, (laughs) on the podcast. You guys have a cell phone, don't you? I'm sure you do. (laughs) So you get it. But however the case, once again, the psalmist is declaring that it is only God who can help him. Please notice that throughout the discourse, he is keeping his mind on God and not on the problem. Seek God's wisdom. Number eight, knowledge and leadership. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me into a level country and into the land of uprightness. That's Psalms 143 and 10. Perhaps the psalmist is indicating that he has gotten out of the will of God. That's how depression happens, okay. And thus opened the door for the attack on his soul. He wants to be in God's will for he now realizes that it is the only safe place to be. Then he requests that God help him to be stable. I believe his phrase, lead me into a level country, refers to his unsettled emotions. He wants to be level, not up and down. Use your weapons. For the weapons of warfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 Satan uses depression to drag millions into the pit of darkness and despair. Suicide is often the result Wow, the result of depression. A suicidal person is usually one who has become so negative that he sees absolutely no hope for the future. Remember, negative feelings come from negative thoughts. The mind is the battlefield, the place where the battle is won or lost. Choose today to be positive. Casting down every negative imagination and bringing your thoughts into the obedience of Jesus Christ. Be God-minded. You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind both 
its inclination and its character is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you and hopes confidently in you. Isaiah 26 and 3. Jesus had a continual fellowship with his heavenly father. It is possible to have full fellowship with anyone without having your mind on that individual. If my husband and I are in the car together and he is talking to me, but I have my mind on something else, we are not really fellowshipping because I am not giving him my full attention. Therefore, I believe we can safely say that the thoughts of a person functioning in the mind of Christ would be on God and on all his mighty work. So if your mind is not where it should be, then you're not fellowshipping. And that makes a lot of sense. You're not fellowshipping um, because your mind is not where it needs to be. So say your mind is not on that God thing. And your mind is just on what you want to do, what you want to see, what you want to receive, what you want to be. And it's not on God's timing, his promises, and, and your faith in him. Then that's where the rift begins. That's where that broken space starts to kind of crackle down the middle. Okay. You have to meditate on God and his works. My whole being shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the night watches. Psalm 63, 5, 6. I will meditate upon all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Psalm 77, 12. We're going to stop right there on page 154 of the Battle for Your Mind by Joyce Myers. I wanted to introduce this topic because a lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are going through some hardships. Like I said, I've definitely had times in my life where this was something that was very real for me. Even so, you have to know that your mind is the only place um, where you're going to gain enough inspiration to be your best self and live your best life and feel your best um feel your best feelings you can't allow yourself to think negatively and um think that you won't be depressed you're going to be depressed if you're thinking negative thoughts so every time a negative thought come into your mind i want you to take it captivity take it into captivity cast it down um to hell rebuke it Rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. Do not accept it. Tell it, it ha- tell that thought it has no room or jurisdiction in your mind that you're in Christ and that you are what God says you are. And I want you to pray, pray that God will heal you from those negative thoughts and that you will begin filling your mind with uh, happy thoughts. One thing you can do is kind of do like a... um uh, um how they would say you have to combat it you think you think for every negative thought you think i want you to think a positive thought right behind it that trumps and kicks out that negative thought how about we do that that can help you on the road to getting rid of depression as well we're going to pray heavenly father in the mighty name of jesus bring down the stronghold of depression lord god it is by your 
stripes, Christ Jesus, that we are set free from these types of bondages. We rebuke the enemy off of our mindsets and our feelings. And we claim victory over our thought pattern. And right now in the name of Jesus, we claim peaceful thoughts, prosperous thought, happy thoughts. And we declare and decree that we are what God says we are. We speak peace, happiness, and joy over our thoughts. And we rebuke every single negative thought sent by the enemy or dreamed up by our own mindsets. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Battlefield of the Mind, Winning the Battle for Your Mind by Joyce Myers. Pick up a copy of this book wherever books are sold. Google it. You can find plenty of retailers to be able to order this book. I'm pretty sure Amazon.com has it. Um, We're going to take a small break here. We'll be back after this. Hey, it's me, Marlena G, with the Who's Who Bible Study Facts for the Day. Who was Abraham? Abraham is a man of faith, or was a man of faith, that God called to leave his home and travel to a new land that God would show him. When Abraham and his family arrived at the land, God comes to Abraham and makes a covenant with him and promises him and his descendants all of the land and also promises to make Abraham's name great. That is the who's who Bible study facts for the day on the podcast positivity show with me, Marlena G. Welcome back to the podcast positivity show with me, Marlena G. How's your summer been going? Have you been getting out, getting some sun, Have you been getting out and going places, having fun, enjoying your children, if you have any children, or enjoying your family? It is very important for us to spend time with our families. It is very, very crucial to a healthy family life that we give attention and time to our children, our spouses, our family members, or the ones that we love. It's definitely a thing to just always be Um, in work or in seriousness or not smiling or, you know, oh, I got to get up and I got to hustle and bustle and do what I got to do. All of those things are good. All of those things are definitely a part of life. But take some time off. Relax your mind. Relax your life. It is good for the soul to laugh, to be happy, to play, to have playful thoughts, to be in, um, relax a relaxed state so how's your summer going enjoy your summer have fun um just just get with family get with friends get with loved ones and relax your mind take a load off digress this is me marlena g with the podcast positivity show until next time be good to yourself be good to others <laughs>